In every pair of Tecovis boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. Tecovis boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they will last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tecovis store, where you'll be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. Come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. Visit tecovis.com, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and don't go gently, y'all. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. We're brought to you by Pelican Built Tough. For all situations, go to pelican.com. Yak Gadget. For all your fine kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com. Eastport Marina on the beautiful shores of Dale Hollow Lake. For all your lodging, kayaking, and fishing needs, go to eastport.info. Now let's get this show started. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Reel Down. Bet y'all didn't expect to see or hear me. I've been gone for a little while. You know, taking a, a little creative break, you know, ease the mind, come back better. That's completely not why I did that. But yeah, shout out my buddy Dan for hopping back on and taking over for me. But him and his family are at Disney and I hope they're having a fun. I hope the family's having a fun time and I hope Dan's not about ready to kill someone because I know Dan and I don't know if he's ready for that kind of environment. But uh, but yeah, uh, thought I'd come back for a week, uh, maybe back for good. Who knows? Um uh, just wanted to do a little fun show with a couple of the hosts. Uh, had some plans with some other guests. They uh, they had to back out, had other things going on. But uh, we will, hopefully next week, we'll have a full Bassmaster Kayak Division Championship uh, coverage show. Get some of the winners and the top finishers from that on. Uh, just, you know, talk about how it went. No, I want to hear from them to see if they thought it was better as far as, really the big things to weigh in. I feel like the tournament was whatever but you know was it taken more seriously i mean we watched it but i want to know what the atmosphere was like there so but we'll get into that next week uh i decided to get a couple folks come on y'all all know these guys we got mr brad hurla boss dustin what's up dudes how y'all doing what's going on figured what's we'd up, uh man? we'd jump jump on and talk about what uh what y'all got going on i know uh Brad's setting up a new boat, getting ready for tournament season. Whether he actually fishes or not, still, still arguable. Uh, I, I took all last year off, man. I didn't. I I did a little bit of fun fishing, but that was even slim to none. Basically, all last year, I hung out on sandbars and drunk drank beer underneath umbrellas. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. It was a good summer. Not gonna. I mean, lie. I, I, no had a, I had a bunch of rage quit tournaments where it kind of went that way. There was drinking involved. There were no umbrellas and sandbars, but there was just like leave bar. But uh, what about you, Dudu? What you been up to, man? Oh, um, a shutdown, turnaround, outage, whatever you want to call it, and plant workers 
world. <laughs> yeah, lot lots of days of work and very few days off. But the uh, day off I did had, I got to fish a little local tournament, little club tournament. Pretty good time. Yeah, yeah. I was. Uh, it's got on well, water. We're gonna get into it a little bit yeah. too. But I, I was telling my wife when we were going over the tourney X stuff, I was like, I guarantee you, Dudu hasn't had any time on the water in God knows when, and he showed up and he's still top five. Why can't I do that? <laughs> like I prepare and suck. Like that's worse. Lucky. Nah, you're just good. Our, our man over here, he's salt a, water better though. <laughs> I mean, I I can completely understand. I, I haven't done it yet, but just the like the little stuff I've caught in the surf that has so much pull and weight to it, and you're like, God, this doesn't even compare. <laughs> like, and do it in a kayak, man. I bet that's just ridiculous. That close to the action and, and just, I mean, there's times when the redfish are swimming right by me and I'm like bunched up against the, the marsh grass, kind of pushed up against it, you know, waiting on the school to come to me and they just come right in front of me and just like underhand pitch out in front of me. And then sometimes I'll have one hooked and then I'll grab another rod and <laughs> have two of them, throw one in the rod holder, reel one in. Oh yeah, done that many a times. Pretty cool. I'm telling you, I need to stop all these damn tournament trips I take around the country. I just need to take a week off and go down, go over to Texas and hang out. Come with over us. here in October. We will have some fun. For sure. Just have to work it around you actually having some off time. Yep. Working on my long change and I'll be off for a week and we'll get the water every dang day. <laughs> I love it. Well, uh, you know, for all of our listeners that, you know, maybe they don't, you know, maybe they have their favorite show. They just listen to the reel down. They don't really dabble in the rest of the 400 shows paddle and Finn has to offer. No uh, <laughs> Dustin, you start, tell us, uh, tell us who you are, a little bit of a background on yourself and what, uh, what your role is here with paddle and Finn. All right. Yeah. It's been, it's been a while since I've been on the other side of the mic like this, you know, put me on the spot. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, Dustin Nichols here. I live in Victoria, Texas. I'm originally from Southeast Georgia, grew up in the low country over there. Uh, you know, started fishing from a young age, um, you know, Riding my bike to neighborhood ponds, farm ponds, sneaking on the golf courses, ripping lips in there, you know. And then we had a decent coastal fishery there too. So I fished with my dad, my grandpa, my uncles, um, and just caught the bug bug early, you know. Served some time in the Marine Corps, kind of got away from that. Uh, you know, always been a very competitive person, um, skateboard, surfing, all that. So, you know, I guess like most of us that are like, infatuated with fishing um we all grew up watching like roland martin and jimmy houston and bill dance and all them and then you know i was like man i always wanted to be a bass master you know fish the bass master or something i was like you know it never happened in a boat you know i fished in tournaments when i was younger but um you know it's a pretty good run going on in the kayak right now i mean i'd like to make a few more national trails but you know i enjoy it a ton you know especially being you, this dude. close to to salt water and then i got some great lakes all within four four hours like awesome area if you ever did like have the time or the stars aligned and schedules worked and you made a run like to follow a bassmaster or hobie one of those i would definitely jump into the fantasy game and put some money in on that because <laughs> i'm telling you like i'm not just trying to like blow your head up i've got to fish for this guy one time and watch how fast he can figure out what's going on and how fast to get on them and you know just seeing your footage and you know keeping up with you over the few years i've been you know doing this with you guys now i would i'd put i'd put a heavy heavy dollar on, on you to That's show up at some tournaments you. man i appreciate that 
fuck, go get finish one without having a kidney stone in the middle of. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> oh you didn't, yeah. You didn't have that happen. No problems again this weekend, did you? No, not this weekend. No, oh, just just say, uh, just lost a few key fish, man. But we'll, we'll get to that. With I hear you. Well, Brad, you still there? I'm cutting in and out. My wife. Well, well, Brad, you know how it works. Try going out, coming back in, and cutting your video. Be back. I'm gonna log out. I'm gonna come back. Gotcha. There you go. Well, that kind of goes with how his fishing is. There's not much of it, so. Uh, <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Oh man. He hunts all the time in the. Oh no! Yeah, I don't. That's, that's fun too, especially oh, you know. Man, that, and he that taking off duck hunting out of the kayak is huge down here. Oh man, duck hunting and like he does upland bird and everything. Yeah. He's got a great dog. Like I'm definitely jealous 100% of what he's getting to do out of a kayak. I would love I say love to have the opportunity. I would love to be able to put the effort in like yes. he does cuz that man yeah. works for what he's doing. And uh you know, I know like Brian and the other guys have hunted with him and stuff and I'm pretty sure they've had success every time they go. So he's good at it and good at putting you on it. But uh, we'll, we'll let him talk on that when he comes back in. Uh, so I guess what we'll start with before we get into your tournament, we'll because uh, everybody you know has been paying attention uh, around the the kayak community to the uh, the Bassmaster Kayak Division Championship that they just had on Lake Russell in South Carolina, and we'll just talk about that a little bit. Uh, yeah. Since uh, I know me and you both kind of kept up with it, I did as much as I could. But I had a buddy, a really close friend, fishing it. So kind of had the inside scoop on how it was going. He actually was staying with Siddiqui, who uh, did end up winning the tournament, and yeah. was fishing the same creek with him at, at one point. So a lot of good intel I got out of that. But uh, what, what did you think about it? Did you know it seemed like a pretty good tournament, right choice of lake, time of year, stuff like that? What would you think? Yeah, I thought it was uh, set up pretty well. Seems like I heard a lot of people were fishing docks a lot you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that spinnerbait bite here and there this time of year yeah you know, i definitely I, I never really looked at that lake on a map until I, I heard about the tournament and then i started looking at all that all the man there's so many creek arms and i fixed i should have pulled a picture up before this yeah that is one of the most like like it almost stresses me out to look at a map because before yeah. the tournament me and him were looking and he was like you know you'll help me put up a game plan and I was looking at it, and I was like, there's 7 million points. Yes. Like, everything looks like a potential spawning flat or spawning yep. area. Secondary sure areas, staging areas. Like I was like, bro, I don't know what to tell you. Like, good luck. That's what I can tell you. And, I mean, it. I can't remember how many square miles it was. It's like 700 miles or something like that. Of, yeah, it's on Dolly Mount. It's crazy. It's but there's, huge, there's tons of marinas and boat ramps. Yeah. Very, very, plenty, plenty very, access, plenty of access for a lot of the lake. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, you know, I, I wasn't too, when they first picked it, I, I understand why they, they do what they do. You know, they pick the one lake for the classic and a separate lake for our championship. Um, I know a lot of people had a bunch to say about it. I didn't think it was going to go good, but then you turn around and, uh, I think it was day one of the tournament. Casey Reed smoked a oh, 24 yeah. and three quarter donkey. And there were a bunch of good fish caught at that tournament. Like it, yes. that, like in my opinion, uh, you did have a bunch of people struggle on day two. Uh, some of the big names that everybody had their money on, yep. you know, didn't limit out. Uh, caught two fish, um, but it. 
I think it was done pretty well, but like I was saying uh, before we all hopped on together, uh, I really want to, you know, hopefully next week we'll get some of those guys on. I want to know, you know, what they thought about how the weigh-in was taken, if it was more, you know, I know a lot of, there was a a video by a Mr. Uh, Hoover that came out talking about the uh, amount of people that were there. There were 90 people show up for it. Um, Say what you want about it. Gas has gotten high, and it's just, for a lot of people, that's a long swing to get from one, because, I mean, yes. that's that's east-east on our in the country, so, you know, for a sure. big commitment for a lot of people. And then when I, the way I look at it, too, if you talk about, like, elite level and all that crap with kayak anglers, yeah, you get 200 at the Hobie events, but how many of those are actually serious enough that they follow, you know, one tournament to the other, trying to get that AOI, trying to get that championship. I feel like 90 is a pretty good number to show up and throw your, throw your hand in for, you know, one of the biggest events in kayak fishing and a chance to walk across the stage and hoist a, you know, badass trophy. Um, but, uh, Brad, did you keep up with it much? Did you get to see any of it? I, I watched a little bit here and there. I, I, I caught a couple posts and saw some running numbers and things like that. I didn't see as much co- – now, I didn't focus on trying to find any coverage. I'm curious to know how much coverage there was, though. Like, did Bass do any coverage of it, actually? Or did they focus on the big boats? Well, I don't think there was much coverage. Um, there may have been a media boat, because to my knowledge, at most of the Bass events I've been to, whether it's a Bass employee or what, there has been a boat running around, like, taking pictures and stuff. Sure. Um because they usually have tons of photos they put on the website afterwards. But uh, I don't know if they had any like real deal coverage on it yet. I don't know if they're putting their money in that for us. Uh, because the, you know, the, the boat tournament didn't start until ours ended. Right. So that way there was no overlap. I mean, it's different lakes, but no overlapping of time. But uh, did you watch any of the weigh-in of the I did. I did not. Ceremony? I did not. There was a, a bunch of folks went down, you know, like Ryan Lambert, I think Todd Patrick, a bunch of folks went down there and were live streaming it, you know, I think from their phones and stuff like that. So we did get to to see it. And there were people in there, uh, which is a huge change from last year. Uh, I know there was a, a lot of problems with people being allowed in to the uh, stage area to watch. But uh, from what I could tell, I didn't get to watch the whole thing. I thought it seemed like they were a little more enthused in the the speaking aspect of it i know that was a big thing a couple of years ago is that it just seemed like nobody cared small argument of that would be they don't really know what we're about or how we did anything right. now they're starting to kind of see how it is um but what what do you think do i know you got to check a little bit of it out yeah i watched a little bit and watched some some live streams kind of here and there when you know getting off work watching the way in and stuff but yeah i thought i thought they handled it a little better this year um than last year's there's definitely some uh, some issues with the the MC last year, not really knowing what's going on. <laughs> you know, yeah. I think you're gonna go into something like that. You think you do a little more research, I guess. I don't. Well, one of those things. <laughs> I'm I'm not one to try to cover for them or nothing like that because I you know I, I do a little bit of work for them here in the state, but there's a lot of room for improvement. Yeah. Um, but I, at the same time, just like my state, it's funny because Bass is based here <laughs> and this has been the hardest state to get the whole bass thing going for kayak wise, because 
the people don't want the change, and then Bass just does not want, you know, what they said, don't make us look bad. Yeah, and then we had we had a, a tournament pop up last year for the Texas, you know, the Bass State Championship or whatever, and it was for a qualifying positions mm-hmm. to the to the um, Bass Nation Series Kayak Championship or whatever. I, I can't remember the official <laughs> name. I think it there was something Bass going Division Bass Division Kayak Championships or something. But yeah, we didn't even know about that event. And then there was a post about it that was like, uh, if you're not a resident of Texas, you can't fish it. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. If you hunt enough, you learn the truth. What you seek speaks a language and knows it well. That's why every Primo's call for everything you hunt is made the right way. We sweat every detail so you get more out of every hunt and nothing leaves our hand until we know it'll work in yours. Because we don't just make the world's best calls, we speak the language. Primo's. Yeah, yeah, there's some oh. there's some junk going on because I know I remember Christine and Cody Milton and a couple other people were gonna come down and try to fish it, but then there was some pushback saying, "Well, it's only for the residents of Texas," and I can't remember who the guy that was running this was, but it was like I don't even think like 25 people showed up or something. Yeah, we it was on a weird lake at a weird time of year. Yeah, one of them. The way things. we do it because I'm I'm the director for ours. Um, we keep it open to anybody. Uh, mm-hmm. You can pay any Bass Nation fee at any state, and yep. you can still fish ours, which is great because, I mean, some people would rather put their hat in in a more local setting mm-hmm. than go fish a national and just hope you make the top whatever percent, 15 or whatever. Um, first one I did, we did on Gunnersville in the middle of the summer, last minute. This is in the height of COVID 2020, and we still had like 65 guys show up. And yeah. it was, we had a great time. And the only reason we didn't have more is because there was a Hobie that weekend, but I was out of weekends and out of time. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, last year we tried to do a trail series. I say we, I, I'm the only one yeah. doing anything uh, with it. <laughs> that fell completely on its face between me, me not having help. I ended up having to cancel two events. Just, you can't make stuff work sometimes. Uh, right. And then the two events we did, people didn't show up. You know, there was a, yeah. there's the whole, everybody was all talk about it and then nobody came. So s- s- trashed the trail series and said we would do, I would take over the state championship because all the co- club directors are getting sick of running the championship because yeah. there's only one person doing all the work or something that's on them. I don't know all those details. So I was like, well, Hey, I'll take over the state championship and you know, you just send me your qualified guys and they have to pay a Bass Nation fee and then they win they win state championship and they you know do the classic well that was great until i've been locked out of the roster system so like my guys that went to the championship went i think in tennessee's register steve owens had to like get them in i finally got in touch with bass they opened my roster thing up Uh, i had a lot of people to add so i started doing it one day like late at night closed it out uh 
went to bed, got up, was going to finish. It was gone. Again, like, completely gone. Like, the 2022 roster did not exist, and I could not create it. Nothing. So just trouble after trouble after trouble. Talked with a couple of guys. Apparently, there's a bunch of states having, you know, not same issues, but just issues. And I talked with Steve Owens, and who is not actually affiliated with him anymore. Most people think he still works with him. He's just a good guy. Yeah. Uh, what we're doing now is we're going to go back. The most successful thing we did was just a one open qualifier. Anybody who wants to show up, shows up, and this is what you pay in one event. That's how it goes. And we're going to go back to Gunnersville. And I, I think that'll work out. We'll mm-hmm. have. What time of year is that going to be? Uh, probably do August again. August. Hmm. August, September. August is really hot, but the fishing's not bad. Yeah. It's just Frostbite. miserable. Yeah. Deep grass. That's I, if I can get this event to run somewhat smoothly and get a little bit of help, I'm going to fish it because I want to go. Yeah, if it's in August, I might just ride on over there so if it falls on the right weekend. Yeah, it'll either be August or September. I thought about doing September just to get a little bit of a break in the heat. Yeah. In, in my personal opinion, the frog bite, September, October. September, it. yeah. Yeah, it's money. Yes. I'd love for you to show up and just put a busting on some of those guys because the same people are going to do really good and they need to be knocked down a notch. Oh, man. Yeah, it'd be cool. It'd be cool. But, uh, yeah, overall, I think it was, it was done better. Um, yeah. We'll definitely – we'll have a whole show on it. But uh, Yeah, they definitely stepped up some of their media game as far as uh, kayak articles and yeah. posts involving kayak fishermen and short video clips and stuff. And I've seen a lot more activity on that note this year. And I, I give some credit to Ike too. Ike's been helping yeah. with that. Um, like I noticed he did that show there with the top 10 um, that was done. I think it was done through his, but it was a, like a Bassmaster thing. Yes. Like you said, the articles, um, which I think that's really cool. I think that's one thing that they could say that nobody else doesn't I mean. I think I'd rather have my name in a Bassmaster. I have, right? you know, sure. I got to write an article because we were the first state to do one of the qualifiers and I got to write an article about it. That was really cool, you know, and yeah, I know it's awesome for rad. these guys like Jody Queen seeing his senior picture in a magazines. Oh, shoot. Are yeah. better than seeing your picture on Facebook? I mean, who even cares? seeing, you know, even getting in local magazines is pretty rad and you get exposure, especially when it's viewable online and, you know, you get some traffic and, you know, and then look at the expo this year too. Going back to the classic, um, think about how many kayak brands was there this year. Yeah, a lot. And like some of them, like the Hobie booth was like really done up nice. You know, I saw it the first year, and Hobie was there, but it was just like whatever. Old Town was there, but it was just like whatever. Like these companies spent the real money this they year. Spent too. some marketing budget, big time. Yeah. Yeah. You see some of the boats they had? <laughs> yeah. I think it gave some people some sticker shock, maybe. <laughs> gave me some sticker shock. <laughs> oh, Gee, man. Yeah. I'm not getting into that. Yeah. That, that right. yeah that's another, another topic right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah. no, I, I think that's something I was going to say too is for these guys, uh, like one reason I don't have a problem with the kayak guys event being first is think of these guys that had the top 10 they're getting the exposure they got these media passes now you know they're having to stick around that's where you're making your connections for these guys trying to take it serious you're walking around fresh from this event Mm -hmm. in other than icast the biggest expo you're going to be at that's big time yeah and i know for a fact that last year um for 
Oh God, the guy that won at Possum Kingdom. Can't think of his name. Yeah, Mark Pendergraph. Pendergraph. Yep. We had dinner the, like two weeks later at Pickwick. No, it was like four days later at Pickwick. Yep. And because uh, he left and went straight to uh, ICAST and then straight to Pickwick. And yep. he was telling me, he's like, oh man. He was like, that event, he's like, that was the greatest thing for connections and find yep. like people wanting to be a part of you and yep so oh yeah really i can cool attest thing. to that because we we had hung out a little bit at, at icast and definitely uh shared some info and knowledge and met some people and stuff yeah he's yeah. a good dude yeah yeah no he's great great guy i uh we we did we went out uh after the captain's meeting to pickwick with a few people and he's hilarious he's oh yeah he was fun to hang out with oh yeah but, for sure uh, I really think that's one area that bass will be able to separate itself from if it continues the kayak train is how it can separate us with like media coverage from like magazine articles, the classic making those connections. I mean, if you're a serious tournament anger and you're angler and you're looking for sponsors, that's all pays huge dividends at the end of the day. Right. For sure. Oh, I mean, and you know, one, it's one thing to say, well, this is how good I've done. But it's another thing to be like, well, here's the article. Like, yeah. right. Boom. Yeah. I'm on the right. cover. Like, <laughs> you know, that's just another little tool in your arsenal. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't care about the whole Hobie versus Bass thing, you know, KBF and all that. But I've said it from the beginning. If anything has the inflow of money to make it go next level, it would be Bass yes. because yes. it's an established sure. media market. Like, right. Like who 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 knows? They could be listening to all the fuzz right now. Maybe they're like five year plans, like year five, the classics on TV, or mm-hmm. or gets and gets a videoed. It's a videoed yeah. event, a video a production video. where we'll yeah. post later. Yeah, yeah. Or watch it live on the watch it live on their website. I mean, oh, I watched almost live. the entire. I watched almost all the classic on Sunday live. It was in the background while I was doing housework. Yep. Yeah. My, like, mine was yeah. in the background at work actually. <laughs> <laughs> Hope nobody's watching it. I work with. Uh, yeah, I was glad. I was glancing at it here and there, just keeping up a little bit. I actually, this is the first year I didn't, I didn't follow it, and I don't really know why. I just, I kind of didn't even think about it. Like after the kayak one was done, I was like, "Cool, it's over." And then I saw that what was it Jason Christie? I think. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that he won, yeah. and I was like, "Well, crap!" Any anyone in an aluminum boat? Yeah. I love it. It was cool. I mean, it was taking I mean, there was rock at home. There was quite a battle there. I mean, it was ounces. I mean, it was cool. I mean, they were digging yeah. out at the end. Like it was, it was. Yeah. Like didn't he the, win the by morning, like five ounces or something? Couple like of rookies too, man. Coming on hot. Yeah, man. That bat MLF's a great format. I really do enjoy watching MLF. The, the Bassmaster format's just proven it's not going to go anywhere. Yeah. No, it's. I. I mean, it's hard to judge, right? I mean. There's been a g- couple of MLF ones that I've watched, which have just been lights out. Everyone, I think we're losing Brad again. Yeah, just got a little, and I lost everyone again. There you go. Just talking hey, to myself. It's okay. You still there? No, he's roboting again. He's roboting. Yeah. All right, we'll give Brad another oh, second. Good. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the classic. For the kayak and for the yeah elite series, pretty good stuff. Well, uh, let's get to to my mine and your fishing, man. Uh, oh, okay. You finally had a little bit of times. Uh, you got onto a little local and tell us a little bit about 
uh, well, like what club and where y'all was at and how that went. All right. Yeah, it's a fishing club, just Kayak Fishing Texas. They're a Facebook group, you know. I actually have like 10,000 members. It's crazy. Um, pretty good group of people. Um, they, they normally do a lot of saltwater, like inshore events, but they branched out and did some bass events a few years. Uh, last few years, and uh, they got some good support from a lot of sponsors that uh, throw the swag and, you know, good raffles, good time, good people, you know. A fun little event on Choke Canyon. That lake's been known to throw some pigs out lately. Uh, over the last few years, it's been fishing a little better. Um, it was down really low uh, five, six years ago, and we had some good rains, and it, it came back around. And um, The water level has dropped some in the last year, but it's, uh, the fishing's still pretty dang good. Got some good grass coming back, uh, a lot of cover, a lot of stick-ups, and flooded timber and all that good stuff. But yeah, it's a, it's a fun lake to fish. It's very fast. <laughs> did you, uh, and there did was you a lot any... of wind, a lot of wind. <laughs> 15 did to did 20 you get any plus. time to get ready for the tournament or did you just kind of do it? Last no, minute? I showed up blind and fished it. Yeah. And, and how'd you do? Go ahead and tell us. Oh no, I got fourth place, which it was, it was tight though. I mean, the guy that won was all, he, he, he found some fish and, and produced the right way. He had like 87 inches yeah. and the guy in second had like 79 and something. And the yep. third had 79, had right at 79. I had like 77, 75. Yeah. Um, first. Did first get a place. limit. It was, yeah. Oh, you got it pulled up. Yeah. yeah. First place was uh Joshua Cantu. Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah. Josh Cantu. He had a 87 and a quarter and he was, he put the gap on second place. Yeah. He did. Um, Robert Adcock had 79 and three quarter, like you said. And second and third was really close. Eugene Mora was uh, just a quarter of an inch behind him. And then yeah. you had 77 and three quarters. So you were right there, you know, one one call. Yeah, and what's crazy is the guy in fifth that tied me, you know, beat him on a tiebreaker, Corey Ogle, and then Matt Murphy behind him. But we're all mainly inshore guys. <laughs> <laughs> and there's there's a couple sticks in, in, in the leaderboard. Look down the leaderboard, you'll see a couple names you recognize, probably. There's some, there's some <laughs> names on there. Um, from this area. Uh, but yeah, I just, man, the wind was crazy. We've had some yo-yo and temperatures. I uh, got there on the water that morning. The, the water temp was, you know, 55, 56. I was hoping it was going to be a little warmer. So they would push back up. Found a lot of buck bass. You know, I caught a lot of fish, you know, 12 inches, 12 inches. Yeah. yeah a lot of 12 so with, with the weather, the way it is, and I've never fished that part of Texas, but like basing it off of places like Lake Fork in previous years, the weather had worked where the spawn is a lot earlier than a lot of other places. Yeah. Uh, there have been Florida. fish spawning. Yeah. There have been fish spawning and then the cold weather pushed them on, pushed a lot back off. We had so y'all, you're still in that yeah, you know, pre-spawn, back and forth, post-spawn, back and forth. like yes. hardcore. Yeah. Big time. And and we got another event there on the 19th and I wasn't sure if I'd get a chance to pre-fish for it. So that's why I took a, what we call a fatigue day. You know, you're only supposed to work 14 days before you take a day off when you're working straight through these outages. Um, I think I went 22 <laughs> Jesus! just so I could have that day off on that Saturday to fish the tournament, you know, and then what, what happens on tournament day, the wind blows. <laughs> <laughs> so I found a protected corner. There's a ramp I like there on the South end, Southeast side of the lake. Uh, I just, I just, I basically, I went and fished some history, which sometimes doesn't pan out, but uh, sometimes it doesn't, you know, I made it work, but what was crazy was, uh, there was three other boat tournaments. There was a high school regional, division event that had 100 boats there's a sapd's 
tournament with close to 200 votes, and there was a Bassbusters hourly weigh-in tournament that had close to 150, 200 votes. Jesus. So there was a 400 boats buzzing around. I fished behind boats all day. Like they would just come in, and I just I just fished behind them. That's something I can honestly say I don't mind doing. Yeah, is fishing I don't behind. Mind I still call fish. It's all exactly. The when we yeah. did the Logan Martin Bassmaster event, the first one. There were boats everywhere, and I would just wait until a boat rolled out, and I'd roll right in there and can you know, yep, grab, grab, go to town, fish yeah. slower, fish more methodically, and try uh, to pay attention to yep. what they were doing, do something different, and do something totally different. Yep. Yeah, I caught them on a well, you know, jackhammer always <laughs> always produces for me for some reason over there. Um, I did lose a couple good fish that definitely cost me some heartache. I had I had a uh, fish to pond dam area uh, levee. It goes from like two foot to six, and it goes to like 14. And there was some grass that had grown up to about seven foot from in that deeper water. And I was working a plus one a jerk bait over that. I had found some suspended fish there uh, near a brush pile. And uh, and I jacked one, uh, you know, spawn, what, 16 inch or off, you know, off of there. And then I hooked another one and, and fought her up. And she was digging real hard, come up, jumped and threw the bait. And she was, she was big. <laughs> she was pretty big. She was yeah, twenty-three eight, at least. Yeah. Eight eight seven eight pounder. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And then I lost uh, another fish on the um on a little MC MC swimmer, little micro swim bait, uh two and a half inch, two and three quarter inch on a little underspin. Kind of like what I was throwing up at Intel Hollow a couple years yeah. back. And uh I had one uh throw next to us a little lay down and uh burning it real quick just trying to cover water and, you know, upgrade some fish. And then it, it smacked it and, and just not slacking my line. I reeled up and it was already on the other side of my kayak and just had to set the hook the opposite way. So it really didn't get a good hook set on her, but she came up and jumped through it. She was probably, you know, 19, 20 inch fish too. So it was, that's the two fish I lost. The rest of them I called all day. I said, why can't I lost some of them small ones, man? Then I caught a freaking 15 of them, 12 oh, inches. We, we, <laughs> uh, we had a little local this weekend on Wheeler. Um, first time I fished a local in a while. And, uh, the only reason I did it's cause I love that lake. I cannot stand that lake this time of year. So I just kind of wanted to go, I mean, it's a $40, $40 tournament. Yeah. I wanted to just go play around and I, I found some new spots. I never fished the South side of the river. So I found a couple spots I wanted to try out, you know, no secrets, just a couple of creeks and was like, you know, I'll go give it a shot. You know, I don't have my, we don't allow motors. I don't have a pedal drive anymore. So I pulled out the the old new canoe flint and was like, I'm going to paddle this whole event. And I had like a mile and a half paddle just one way. And I hadn't done that in a while. So yeah. got out early and put the work in. And uh, anybody that knows anything about Wheeler knows that historically it's a phenomenal fishery. Um, you know, like grass flats at the Decatur flats, real nice grass lake. I mean, it's just south of their next river down from Gunnersville. Used to be, which as I used to be still as a small mouth factory, if you know where to catch them. Uh, but a lot of the, like if you get off the main channel of the lake, you can't really find grass too much, not anything healthy. And uh, I, I just went back in this Creek and this Creek had just little bits of grass in it. And I, I grabbed a, uh, a red eye shad. I cannot remember the name of the color, but it was just a transparent lipless with a, like a little purple back on it. And anytime I could throw it by me with crystal clear water, anytime I could bomb a cast long distance and fill a little bit of grass, I could rip it out of the grass and get bit. I did that most of the morning. 
a bunch of small fish and i i lost a few fish because i i guess i don't really fish crankbaits much so mm-hmm. i was struggling to keep them pinned and net them i had, I had yes. twice me like having the fish pinned and then going for the net and i guess i'd just give them slack and they'd get off and Ooh, you know yep. i just struggling with it um but that in a swim jig you know i did did all right on that but that ter- tournament was an absolute struggle bus for everybody like i think after you got out of the top like 10 there that was the end of the limits um, that was for this one too there's only eight limits called i was just looking at that Jeez. Um, eight limits caught uh only three people with four fish one people with one person with three and two and then from 17th all the way to 21st there was one fish and then 14 15 people didn't catch a limit or didn't catch a fish at all sorry yeah, a measurable fish so it, it was tough it was one of the tough days the wind definitely played a factor and then yeah. the boat traffic definitely did you just had that- to hunker down and, and hold your territory that was something too, man. This has been the year for bad wind for me so far. So uh went to Florida for the KBF Kissimmee. We had right. 40 mile an hour gusts. Yes. That was a hell no. I wanted but, to make that one, but that's right like a week after we kicked off our outings. And I was like, man, I really wanted to go. But, you know, burning vacation that early in the year is always tough yeah. um, to save for stuff later in the year that I want to make. Uh, some saltwater championships and redfish stuff that I want to save for. And so, you know, it's always a tough call, you know, but yeah, y'all dealt with some major wind out here on that trip. And that, you know, Florida's different, just like any, anytime I travel anywhere in the country, first time there, it's different. Um, Mm -hmm. did catch fish though. Uh, not tournament day, day, day one tournament day. Uh, I zeroed, but again, we were fighting. I had caught fish in the canal the last day of Mm -hmm. pre-fishing and was like, okay, based off what the wind's supposed to do, if I stay in here, I don't have to fight it. You know, I'll have yeah. some current, but it won't be that yeah. bad. Because I was running a motor. And sure enough, tournament day, the wind shifted just enough to blow straight down that canal. Oh, yeah. And I had one again. I had the, the second day of last year was the same way. What yeah, lake were you terrible. on? Uh, I was in between Hash and Kissimmee. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was on Cypress, but the south, the southern canal, um, had current coming out and the wind was blowing against it. Mm-hmm. So the waves were, we had like three, four foot rollers in the front of that canal Ooh. going back to the launch at the end of the day, me and Greg Nosar were over on that side uh, in this, in between this pad field <clears throat> ditch that had some fish in it too. And I had lost a really big one on the spinner bait, you know, just spinner baits. They can use that leverage and, and throw them real easy, shake them. And uh, there were some good fish around that area, too. I remember that. I did like that whole area. I liked East Toho, and I liked uh, Cypress a lot. We did Kissimmee, Hatch, Cypress. I think that was it. We didn't get much time on Cypress, at the, and it was at the end of the day. And, again, it was the last afternoon before the tournament, and the wind yeah. picked up. And yeah. we just didn't cross the whole lake. Um, we, we checked out a little canal running through there which I think is the same one you're talking about. Yeah, you just and watch was, and go to the left, and the canal's on the kind of yeah. ridge down there. Yeah, there's and, some fish uh, in there, too. Yeah, we, we think that people have been whacking on them in there because we could not get a bite going in there. Yeah. Um, and somebody told us to ramp that the kid that was leaving when we were coming in was like, oh, man, I've been destroying them, you know, <laughs> so. Uh, sore lift them all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so... But we did, man. It was the the wind and current. Luckily, yeah. both were going in the direction 
same direction. So I didn't have the yeah. rollers in the canal, but like I was throwing a half ounce, I was catching them. They, it was, the bite was so slow for what I was doing. I'd just throw a Texas rig out, let it hit the bottom on the fish. I could see, you know, hunker down you just put, you could just put your rod down for like two, three minutes Dead and you just pick it up and just reel into them and they'd be there. And, huh. uh, the wind and current was so bad. I'd throw that half ounce as far as I could. And like, you'd get set when you start trying to just reel your slack up it'd go by you. Oh. Like <laughs> it was just never making it to the bottom. Oh, wow. And I was, I tried and I did. I mean, Brian can attest to it. I grinded, man. I tried all day. Yeah. But finally, like one o'clock, I was just done with it. I was having boat troubles. Um, we had pulled off the canal because he tried to fish main lake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was out there for about two hours. I heard that story too. Yeah. He came back in soaking wet and freaking numb. He had to go sit in his truck and warm up. But uh, yeah, with that, it has. It's been a year for wins. The same thing. Like I thought I could just sit and grind out at this tournament on Wheeler Saturday. And I knew the wind was supposed to pick up. So I started heading back because I, I put in kind of high to the north and paddled south. So before the wind got real bad, I started making my way back. And again, the wind switched directions from what it was supposed to be doing. It's supposed to be coming out of the south, which would have helped me. Yes. But it uh it came straight out of the north, northeast, or north, northwest. And, and uh, a lot of water coverage that could generate some wind waves. And it oh beat, yeah, beat you up, <laughs> and it's it's just a big bay too, man. Yeah. And I my 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 second spot from there was going around a main point onto the main lake, and then drifting down into some like really good little swampy areas. And when I paddled up there and looked out, and you could just see white caps rolling down Wheeler, oh, I was like, man, no. I'm out. I'm not I'm, gonna do I'm this. I'm paddling too. I'm not doing any of that. And like yeah. I trust that boat. That Flint's yes. a great boat. Oh yeah, but it has a limit, and that yeah. would have been that boat's limit. So. Uh, I called a buddy and he was having like a terrible day of fishing and he's just in a little spot that all to himself. He was like, you just want some company for the rest of the day because it's out of the wind. He's like, sure. Come on. Went over there, ended up catching one right in front of him. Felt kind of bad, but oh, no. I mean, it wasn't nothing big or anything, but yeah, we were just talking, cutting up and I was like, Hey, that was a bite. And he's like, no, it wasn't. And I was like, no, he's right there. I threw right back to him and called him. And, uh, I ended up it's like 21st out of 57, which Better than middle for, of the pack, yeah. I, I usually can pull pull middle. I never do good, but I'm not the worst. There but you go. Uh, my whole goal for that one was just having a like a good day mentally, because yes, I've been getting too frustrated with fishing, man. Oh man, and that's a you hear any of the top anglers around, you know, they harp. I'll harp on it. Mental game is like so important. <laughs> so oh, yeah, important. Man. You've got to, like, the like thing that uh, Gerald Swindle always says, you know, positive mental attitude. Yep. PMA, I can't stress how much. Yep. Look. Yeah, man. It, it, I'll rock man, too. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, it does. You can you can psych yourself out of it before you even get into it. And there's just been a lot of that. And I, I told myself, I was like, I have no expectation for this event. I'm going out here to do what I used to do and explore and get into the skinny water like I like doing. I'm just going to have a great day. The fishing was, you know, meh at best. The water was super cold. The wind was bad. Bluebird skies for most of the morning. I had a great time, man. I was listening to music and people were calling me and I was just keeping conversations going. Just didn't really care what was going on. So I had a great time no matter what, which is 
all I really needed out of that. It's kind of always got me a plus up for the rest of the year. Oh, for sure. And that's how it started for me Saturday. And, you know, I hadn't pre-fished. I hadn't been on. Actually, I hadn't fished for bass since December. <laughs> Jeez. And then, but but I met some high school kids at the store on the way in, talked to them, you know, and they were, you know, they're checking out the truck and the and the kayak and, you know, all that. That's some good stuff when, you know, kids are interested in the sport too. And they were fishing the, the, the high school tournament. And then we ran into them at the ramp and talked to a few more people, just had a good conversation with quite a few of the boats. You know, we were all sitting around waiting. They had to wait to launch too. I mean, even though they didn't have a shotgun start, they got a kind of road runner to different launches also, but they couldn't launch until 630. Um, In every pair of Tecovis boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. A great pair of Western boots will elevate a casual look or add a refined flair that'll draw both eyes and compliments. Tecovis boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they will last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tecovis store, where you'll be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. Come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. We also offer custom branding and leather stamping if you want to personalize your boots or fine leather goods. As spring makes its way into summer, stay cool in a short sleeve moisture wicking pearl snap or make your own shade with one of their classic straw hats, new in both men's and women's styles. And if you're planning to hit the road, Tecovis's ever-growing lineup of rugged and full-grain leather bags will get you where you're headed in style and are built to last decades. Visit Tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. And don't go gently, y'all. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. So I hung out and just launched, and then I was like, well, I'll see y'all out of the water, you know. And, and that's what was cool was a couple of the kids were from the same town I'm from, fishing for the high school, one of the high schools here. So we were just talking and just kind of giving a rundown what I had found the last time I was here. I just said it might not be the same, but, you know, there'll be some fish around this area. You know, it's pretty pretty good spot. There should be some fish pushing up. But, you know, seeing them on the water and talking, we update each other throughout the day and then, I just caught some fish on on the chatterbait down this windblown bank, and there was other boats coming through there. I said, y'all get in that rotation. Them fish are in there. And then the one keeper they got was right after I told them to go in there and get them. So they got like a two-and-a-half-pounder in there, at least got the way in the fish, you know. So that's pretty cool stuff like that, you know, and see them getting off the water. Man, we got that one right there where you told us. All right, (laughs) cool deal. So it it was fun times, you know. That's always a good good way to, you know, end the day, even if you didn't. Do as good as you thought you did you know you still help help somebody out you know have some good you know the camaraderie is a big part of it just like the mental oh, yeah. we're talking in preparation for tournaments but hanging out with everybody and visiting and all that good stuff you know you can't beat all that right there plus i think two of the things that's kind of because I, I, I wasn't like a funk for real two of the things i think that uh really got me kind of fired up was the uh i have no idea what just happened in the background yeah uh, i just went all on its own i did not touch that 
<laughs> but uh, <laughs> we had a little like cyber looking background going on here. Yeah, uh, that just like threw both of us off. Dimensions. There we go. Oh. <laughs> but uh, you know, I did some of the show season. I worked one expo. Well, two yeah. technically. I worked uh, the. I can't even remember what they did. It's the fishing and boat show in Lebanon, Tennessee. And then mm-hmm. I worked the uh, National Fed- uh, Wild Turkey Federation show because we oh, okay. set up a kayak for that. Oh, and that cool. was cool. Um, just like you said, man, getting to talk to people, people genuinely interested, getting to share in your information and knowledge about True. boats or fishing or, you know, finding out people are from your town or, oh, I fish that creek all the time. You know, yeah. that got me really, really, I don't know, it kind of changed got me out of that funk, got me ready yeah. to get back into it. And then the weigh in, you know, I decided I wasn't supposed to go to the weigh in for our little local club event. Cause I had some plans with some other friends and I was like, man, it's a, my buddy owns a kayak shop. He just got a new, new store, a lot bigger. Uh, I hadn't been there and I was like, man, I'll go. They had food trucks and stuff. And it was great. Seeing Which store is that? Uh, it's called the kayak store in Hartsville. The kayak store. Cool. He, uh, Tony Dean, man, if anybody in Alabama, uh, Anywhere in the state needs needs kayak, give him a holler. Uh, if you want to drive to Nashville, though, come see me at Music City. Uh, there you go. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was cool. I hadn't seen a lot of those guys in, you know, months. Some of them I hadn't seen in over a year. So it was it was a great time. I'm glad I went. It's got me fired up, man. It doesn't look like my schedule's going to work for any more of their events, but I'm looking forward to I think uh, we're going to go fish – uh, me and Brian are going to fish the lacrosse event with All American Kayak Series. I was eyeballing those dates too. I mean, my schedule's stacked with some, you know, Southeast Texas Trail here is a, always a good trail. Um, then they're going to the Sabine River, which I actually love. I don't care how hard and tough it is. I just love fishing that area. <laughs> so it reminds me of a tidal fishery in Georgia that I used to fish tournaments on as a kid. Um, uh, you know, so I was just trying to piece some stuff together. My my schedule's pretty pretty stacked. <laughs> if I can make oh, it yeah. work, I'm gonna try to get out. And looking at a couple of the KBF events, um, maybe the one in Colorado, maybe the one in Utah, possibly. Might I was gonna say, trip. man, if end of uh, I think it's the end of April, uh, KBF Gunnersville. I'm looking at that one too. If it, if it falls right on my days, Brian's supposed it, it to come down here like, for that, so we could split a place. Uh, if oh, you didn't want to, let make me it. know. I, I might actually do that instead because I know I'm. I was kind of looking at the, you know, our Dale Hollow event coming up, and then the Cato events are coming up, and quite a few of the guys from Jackson, you know, live there. <laughs> Jamie yeah. Broad fishes <laughs> it a lot. One of my team guys. Um, so, it'd be got a place to stay up there got some intel um so we'll see what happens we'll see what that's happens what that i kind of messed up and didn't realize that that tournament was as close as it is because i put it on my list last with an asterisk and i didn't notice the asterisk yeah so i thought it was the end of the year and then i looked today and was like oh shit i need to be on the water now like i need yeah. to be scoping this place out because i mean brian's coming all the way from illinois right some intel when he gets here you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying and uh so, because that's how we're doing lacrosse. Him and his dad are going to be fishing one of the little MLF opens. Oh, so cool! Him and his dad are like going to be beating on lacrosse. On I need to look. I need to look at that schedule closer because I did. I did eyeball that, and I really wanted to fish the the, the Palestine event that they just had. Yeah, uh, my buddy Desmond did real well uh, fishing one of the areas I frequently fish on that lake. <laughs> 
Yeah, I think we're, so, I think we're going to do stuff. that one with them and St. Clair. They're doing St. Clair, too. I think we're going to do both oh, of those man, events with them. I would love to make it up to that. That's a real long haul. I'm actually planning to go up to Connecticut in uh, July Ooh. to fish uh, the Three Bells Trifecta. Um, I'm on their uh, national um, fishing team. Um, one of the only ones not out of the Northeast is, <laughs> is on the team. So very fortunate to be part of their, their team. But, yeah, they got a trifecta event this uh, Inshore event, striper fluke, and bluefish. Mm. It's going to be pretty neat. It draws a big crowd, big payout. Uh, should be a pretty neat event. I think I'm going to drag the family up to that one. It's a long haul. Let's hope these uh, fuel prices ease. That's the big because uh, Yeah, that's the big be kicker. The deciding factor. That's in the end of July. So we got a little time. Let stuff simmer in the uh, geopolitical side of things and uh, see what yeah. happens. But yeah, before I forget, I want to give a shout out to some of my. Some of my team guys on the yeah. on the, the, the the bass uh, series championship, you know, uh, Adam Petroni, uh, he's one of my guys. I actually helped get put on the team um, at 12th place there. Solid finish among a solid oh, field. Killer. And then uh, Russell Johnson, big dog Russell Johnson, 16th. You know, we had two guys in the top uh, 20. Hell yeah, that's Jackson, awesome. Jackson, pretty dang good. Uh, Josh Stewart just had some big events. Oh, Murray, and then one of his local trails, he just did real good. Yeah, I did. I saw that he, I think I got it on here. I saw he won the, he, uh, yeah, he did real well up there on Murray. Or maybe I don't have that one. I don't think they had the way we do it because there's so many tournaments is we limit yeah. it to 25 right. countries or 25 anglers. So yeah. I don't think there's 25 in that one. But that's one thing that's tough about fishing any locals in Tennessee is every one of them clubs has got plenty of hammers. Same plenty thing with Texas. Texas. You're in Texas. You know how it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They come out More of the so woodwork, Texas. man. Yeah, some, some solid guys over here, solid clubs. Uh, all the local clubs are super cool. You know, we've got so many opportunities here to to drive. You know, I'm five hours from – five and a half hours from Fork. Um, but, you know, I'm, I don't it's have crazy any problem waking up that you're still at two in, in the Texas morning. Texas <laughs> almost six hours from Fork. That's nuts. Yeah, yeah. Down in the south in the armpit. I love that. Uh, Lake Fork, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a – there's a lake up there I want to try, and I'll ask you uh, off camera. Oh yeah, just so other people mm-hmm. don't just to know if you've been there. I'm sure you have. Oh yeah, but uh, but yeah. So uh, man, that's about all I got for real. I just want to come hang out, and I saw that you got back into it. I know Brad's been uh, talking up. He's putting his tournament guy together. I hate he was having signal trouble and couldn't yeah get into it with us. So I wanted to talk to him about uh, what all he's got going and what his plans were for the tournament year. But uh, what, what, what other events uh, you've said a couple of them, are you going to stick to any like one club and like make an AOI run or anything? Yeah. Well, I'm only going to make three events for the Southeast Texas kayak bass league. um, Cause Conroe, the late Conroe event uh, conflicts with one of my professional red league events. Um, and I really want to make a run for the PRL for the kayak fishing, the kayak redfish championship. So I'm fishing every one of those. Uh, and those are single man events, live way in, you know. So I'm really stoked about that for this year. And then the um, something similar to the IFA, the Bayou Coast Kayak Club from uh, Louisiana, starting the National Saltwater Kayak Series. I'm going to have some events in uh, the Florida Gulf Coast, Louisiana, Alabama, Mississippi, and then over towards here. They're going to have three qualifying events that'll uh, coincide with a championship that'll finish up with their fall and tide event, which last year was a Hobie World qualifier. Uh, Pamela Worth won that one last year. It's pretty cool events down there in uh, Louisiana. They run some good stuff. 
Boston Pasta Laya, Gumbo. We make some good food. And there's some good guys. That's one of the oldest and biggest kayak fishing clubs in America. Uh, that Bayou Coast Kite Fish Club. Um, That's cool. They do some stuff there. And then hopefully Red the Bull doesn't well, – Ride the Bull. Red the Bull. Red, red, <laughs> red. Hopefully Ride the Bull doesn't get blown away. Um, you know, me and Jeff Little were over there last year. Uh, we got into town the day before. They they made a mandatory evacuation at 10 a.m. the next morning. We fished that evening, and we got stuck in, like, some squalls that were just straight gnarly. He's got some video of me hauling butt across the pass with lightning all strike <laughs> and I'm like getting it with a torpedo and there's a boat going at an angle and it looks like I'm going as fast as the boat. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> Just the trick photography. But yeah, it was gnarly. Like 50 mile an hour winds came through and blew us all over. And yeah, it was gnarly. I hope that gets to run again this year. You know, prayers out to the people in Grand Isle that got just wrecked. Um, hopefully we can come yeah. back and bring some, uh, some, some monetary value, you know, some, some stuff, support, monetary support to the community and stuff and have that event again this year. And then, uh, yeah, just pick and choose a few events here and there. Uh, national, nationally, I hopefully going to make a few, you know, I kind of missed out on the broken bow event for, for the BOS. Uh, there's a couple others, Pickwick and some other ones I'm looking at. See how it falls. The Pickwick one, you should you should throw your hat in that. We may just get a, I live like 30, 40 minutes from it, but we, uh, yeah. we found a cool little cheap house in Mississippi that was a little closer to the, the check-in because they do it in counts. Yes. Tennessee. And uh, that was actually worked out a lot better. You were a huh. lot more central to all your spots. So if we do that again, I'll hit you up. And yeah. We'll, let me we'll save know. a bed for you. And also before I forget, um, through the, my podcast, Chasing the Tide, um, we're going to do a, a main mixed bag event, a CPR event, uh, three trout, two redfish, aggregate limit. We'll have some other little side pots going, a big trout, and then like a blackjack trout, the first three 21-inch 20, trout uh, turn in. We'll grab, get some uh, some gear, grab bags from a couple of sponsors, Grande and uh, Texas Rattler, and then Three Bells is coming on board. My rod sponsor, Waterloo's coming on board to uh, throw some gift cards and stuff out there, and then it's going to be, well, I think it's a, uh, $65 entry fee. It's all, it'll be on Fishing Chaos. I'm going to post up some links uh, this week for the entry and that'll start uh, May 1st and run through the 31st. So I want to bring that up too. No, yeah, man. Stuff going on. No, no problem with plugging it there for, for all of our listeners. If you have any experience with the salt stuff or looking to dabble, it sounds like that the kayak saltwater game is getting like bigger and bigger and Dustin's got some kick-ass sponsors. So anything that they're putting together, you probably want to be a part of. Uh, so heck yeah man well uh what else you got going on you gonna do any more local clubs lately or uh i know i want to uh like our local club that where i live we hit wheeler wilson pickwick and gunnersville that's our lakes and we do a river stop which is uh the river stop is any flowing water that you can sit in the middle and cast bank to bank yeah uh, which makes it fun you know like a real creek creek yeah yeah Um, that's pretty cool I may shift some weekends around when I have my daughter just so I can fish one or two of those um, or try to take her with me. I just know her attention span's not there for me grinding it out for eight, ten hours. Yeah. But uh, still going to probably do the KBF on Gunnersville. Probably going to do the bass on Pickwick mm-hmm. just because it's right down the road, either one of those. Yeah. Um, Still hoping. I think we're going to ditch going to the Harris chain. I know that was supposed to be our next one in this month. I don't see either one of us making that one, uh, me or Brian. Uh, 
But if I don't make, if I can only pick one of the two out of the All American Kayak Series, I was talking about Lacrosse or Saint Clair. We're gonna go to Lacrosse, yeah. Uh, yeah, just because I love it up there. It's a cool place. So, yeah. I mean, that might take like a third of my salary, gas money, but yeah, I have to take a home equity loan out. <laughs> yeah, for real. I might no have to sell kayak to fund a yeah. gas trip, man. For sure. <laughs> I'll have some for sale here coming up too. <laughs> I've been waiting to <laughs> see myself. it, man. I, I knew that. I know you're waiting on a few things. Uh, we won't get into, but I've been oh, waiting yeah. to see your boat top up for hop, hop up for you to get your new. Model. How many are you gonna get this year? I'll just have two again. Two. Yeah, I'm sitting on four right now. I gotta get rid of. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, uh, go grab and follow uh, Dudu on all his social media stuff because there can be some boats for sale. So if you're looking to get into a pretty quick. Uh, used Hopefully. Jackson, my man's gonna have a few of them. Sure enough, right there. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, all right, dude. Well, I guess that's it for us. Uh, I'm gonna run through real quick uh, the rest of these tournaments, and uh, but before I do that, Dudu, I'll let you uh, shout out everybody who makes you know fishing easy for you, dude. Oh, right on, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for uh, letting me jump on the show tonight, man. Appreciate the getting the kid on here and talk a little bit about. You know, kicking off my year, finally getting a fishing tournament and uh, starting to get this ball rolling again. You know, Heck once yeah. I get some dang regular days off, I'm just, oh, <laughs> I'm just so tired of looking at graphics on the computer screen of process equipment. It's just driving me crazy. <laughs> yeah. So, enough of that. Yeah. But just, you know, thanks to everybody. Thanks to all my sponsors out there. You know, mainly, first thing, thanks to the listeners. Thanks to everybody who listens to Paddle Fan and Chasing the Tide, all the other shows. Our whole plethora of shows we got, as you know, um, podcast uh, hosts like to talk. So um, you ever see us out and about, come up, chat. You know, we'd be more than happy to have a great conversation with you. Fishing tournaments, come and ask what I was throwing. I'll be more than happy to tell you what I was throwing, what I was doing, where I was fishing. You know, it's all about Same, sharing huh? knowledge and, and getting people into the sport to enjoy it. You know, yeah. thanks to them, especially, you know, the new anglers coming into the sport and the old guys been around a little while. Uh, thanks to all my sponsors. I got some great ones out there. Jackson Kayak Fishing Team, um, Team Torquedo, uh, Daiwa. Uh, just recently got on with them in the last year. Uh, Waterloo Rods, a local company here in Victoria, helps me out. And I got a GMC dealership that uh, hooks me up with some good wheels. And um, Beck and Mastin, uh, Kayak Cushion, just got with them. Y'all go check out uh, their new stuff. They got a, a really cool um, bass print. Um, yeah, I saw that. Cushion cover, and then go check out the ones that I helped with the, uh, the Mexican blanket and Serape print. <laughs> oh, you, you helped cool with that? Too. Yeah, yeah, that's one oh, of my designs cool. from my old jersey from last year. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, yeah. So a few more catch. Uh, you know, catch helps me out. Best boards in the business uh, right there. If you're going to measure fish, measure them on a catch, man. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history, designed by John Browning. The 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. There might be a few I left out. Yeah, Gadget, for sure. Show sponsor. And some of the best kayak accessories I put on my boat, that horizontal rod holder is big time for me. No, I think <laughs> yeah. funny. Shoot, yeah, man. Good stuff. 
Well, heck yeah. And for, you know, for anybody that doesn't already, again, go check, go check out Duty's social media stuff. Follow his show, uh, especially if you're thinking about getting into salt fishing or you've dabbled with it a little bit. He does a great podcast over there on Chasing the Tide. Um, definitely follow his social media stuff. This man gets some really good shots, man. I've, I've had conversations with him multiple times about camera setups and how he does it because... And he thinks outside of the box. Some of the stuff you've told me, like we went over not too long ago, it's like, why? Why didn't I think of that? That's not even <laughs> anything crazy, but that's a great idea. Like, yep. But uh, angles. Yeah, angles. My my man mm-hmm. has found ways to create cameramen that aren't there. Like, yep. a lot of these photos look like someone's taking photos, and it's all him by himself. Like my man is, he's built different when Thank it comes you. to that stuff. But yeah, so uh. Real quick, I'm going to run over. We had a few events uh, not too long. I'm going to run through them again for anybody listening. We've always done it the same way. If you had 25 people or more, you make the list. So starting off, we talked about it briefly, the 2022 Bassmaster Kayak Series Championship on Richard B. Russell Lake. 91 uh, anglers showed up for that. Five fish limit. First place, Eric Siddiqui. Second place, John Mill. I can't pronounce his last name. Milshing. We'll go with that. Third place, Chris Walters. Uh, shout out to Casey Reed again for a 24 and three quarter. That was a donkey. Donkey? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, moving on from that was the second trail that we talked about, the one I fished in, uh, or third trail technically, uh, the 2022 NACA Open on Wheeler Lake here in Huntsville. 57 anglers. Uh, shout out to my man Greg Massa. He's the Wheeler King. Came out of retirement, as we say, uh, for a one and done. Show you it was still tough. He only caught 88 inches, which is, I mean, that's fantastic. But this guy's known for putting up the hundreds. Uh, second place, Joe Drowns with 82 and a quarter. Third place, another one of my good buddies, Michael Cooper with 80. Um, Northeast Tennessee kayak anglers uh, on Douglas Lake, a joint event with Tri-Cities. Uh, 29 anglers, first place Scott Ridley with 88, second place John Sanchez with 82, third place Tyler Cook with 80 and a half. The 2022 Natural State Kayak Angler uh, NWA on Beaver Lake. I don't know why I couldn't read that. 67 anglers, first place Ryan Paskowicz, I think is how you say it, 87 and three quarter. Second place James uh, Hayberry with 84 and a half third place Cole Sykes with 82 and a half and then we got the event that you was in kayak fishing in kayak fishing Texas at the Choke Canyon Reservoir 36 anglers first place Joshua Cantu with 87 and a quarter second place Robert Adcock 79 and three quarters third place Eugene Mora with 79 and a half and Dudu coming in fourth with 77 and three quarters if you're just now listening to that part he's still a stick um, moving on from that, River Runners Bass Club on Wicomico River in Maryland. 28 anglers. Now, this is a grinder right here. Five fish limit. First place, Jason Stevens, 51 and a half. Second place, second place, Douglas Rash. Doug, I'm sorry, Douglas Rash, 18 and a half. Ooh. Third place, Stephen Smith with 13 and a half. Only seven fish were caught in this whole event. Wow. No one hit a limit. Where's this again? Maryland? Maryland. Oh, cold. I figure it's still cold. It's cold. Real cold. <laughs> they they just want to get on the water. Probably Domigi rig, like just barely even touching it. <laughs> yeah. No no one had a limit and only first place caught more than one fish. Wow. Whew. 
Grinder. Grinder. Uh, Calif- California Bass Nation Kayak Trail Series number two, Lake Party uh, in Leon, California. 54 anglers. First place, Scott Savko with 91. Second place, Travis Lear with 86 and a quarter. Third place, Alden Walden with 83 and three quarters. It's one of the Dark Horse crew guys down there. I've been seeing a bunch more of their names. I've been paying attention to the Cali guys a little bit more. Yes. I've been seeing a lot of those guys that run around with Blanchard and uh, them. Their names popping up a lot more. Man. Popping That's up a lot. Sure thing. Good group of guys. Last but not least, the Urban Angler Club of uh, Los Angeles was at Santa Fe Dam. 34 anglers. First place, Ron Kim with 66 and a half. Second place, Arnold Velasquez with 62 and a half. Third place, Jeff Boline with 44. And again, only two anglers caught a limit. Another Ooh. grinder. Yep. But yeah, so uh, we appreciate everybody coming with us uh, for the show. A little different. Glad to be back, at least for this one episode. You may see me a little more. Um, I'll be back for sure soon. But uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. Doo-doo. Thank yes, you sir. so much for coming and hanging out with us. And I just remembered that I have to find the closer because it's been a minute since I've done this. Found it. So peace out, everybody. Peace, yo. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode here on Paddle and Finn. Be sure to drop a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or smash that subscribe button on any platform you're listening in on. Be sure to check us out on Waypoint TV, waypointtv.com. Make sure you sign up for the Fantasy Kayak Fishing League at paddleandfin.com forward slash fantasy. You could support this show through Patreon, patreon.com forward slash paddleandfin. Don't forget to check out the website paddleandfin.com. Catch us on YouTube. If you got a question, comment, or want to see a future guest on the show, be sure to email us at paddleandfin at gmail.com. Shout out to our show supporters, Yak Gadget. You can check out all the fine kayak accessories at yakgadget.com. Pelican Professional. For all your cases, coolers, and lighting needs, go to pelican.com. Rocktown Adventures. Your Midwest premier paddle sports destination. Go to rocktownadventures.com. Eastport Marina. The beautiful destination on Dale Hollow Lake. If you're looking for lodging, kayaks, kayak accessories, or anything fishing related on the beautiful Dale Hollow Lake, go to eastport.info. And Jigmasters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com and fill your tackle boxes today. In Wild Country, rules were not created by man. Don't miss Wild Country, Wednesdays from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Primos. Speak the language. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. A life that has the stories to back it. A life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. 6-8 Western. Oh, I'll be over there, baby, right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.